Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Big sis is big sad. The Department of Homeland Security has been forced to suspend its creepy disinformation board before it even got off the ground. And its would-be leader, Nina Jankowicz, isn't taking it too well. So every characterization of the board that you've heard up until now has been incorrect. Uh, And frankly, it's kind of ironic that the board itself was taken over by disinformation when it was meant to fight it. Yeah. You know what's also kind of ironic? Unit to fight disinformation being headed up by you the queen of disinformation. You claimed the deep state doesn't exist. Um, Talking about the deep state and things like that, which is a a thread among conspiracy communities here in the United States, that there is this secret cabal here in Washington working to undermine the American people. It couldn't be farther from the truth. That's disinformation. You promoted the claim that the Hunter Biden laptop story was Russian propaganda. That's disinformation. You cited Christopher Steele as an expert on disinformation. The author of the infamous Trump P-gate dossier, which was wholly a product of disinformation. You defended and excused the behaviour of Ukrainian paramilitary groups, including the Azov Battalion, while they were literally committing war crimes. That's disinformation. You falsely characterised parents' legitimate concerns about critical race theory being taught in schools as disinformation. That's disinformation. Disinformation. It's okay when we do it. It's kind of ironic. Then the disinformation board is being shut down because of disinformation. Isn't it interesting how there's almost a total Venn diagram overlap between disinformation and information that embarrasses the regime? Funny that, isn't it? Almost like the entire contrived moral panic over disinformation is just an excuse to shut down legitimate dissent. It's kind of ironic. As journalist Glenn Greenwald notes, she complains about right-wing disinformation scuppering the DHS disinfo board when the most devastating indictment of the whole operation and her was published by The Nation, a left-wing news outlet. It's kind of ironic. Newsflash. Large numbers of people being rightly concerned about the government literally launching a Ministry of Truth isn't a coordinated attack isn't right-wing disinformation. It's speaking truth to power. All these sensationalist narratives about what the board was, uh, what people thought the board was going to do are completely wrong. It was a coordinating mechanism. Oh, don't worry, everyone. It was just a coordinating mechanism. This isn't happening. Everyone look away, please. Nothing to see here. That just happened to be led by someone who literally said free speech makes her shudder. By someone who said free speech was like, quote, fairy dust, suggesting it doesn't even exist. By somebody who demanded the power for trustworthy regime propagandists like her to edit your tweets. Um, And I am eligible for it because I'm verified. But there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified who aren't, you know, legit, in my opinion. I mean, they are real people, but they're not um, trustworthy. Anyway, so verified people can um, essentially start to edit Twitter the, the same sort of way that Wikipedia is. So they can add context to certain tweets. This initiative wasn't involved in policing speech and neither was I. No, they're not policing your speech. They're just 
editing your tweets by someone who wrote a book replete with bizarre hypothetical scenarios about men being sexist to her on the street, deploying the same words they use on social media. One example being, TikTok, that's the sound of your biological clock ticking, Better go home and try to make a baby before it's too late, sweetheart. No eggs. You don't have any eggs. By someone who wrote in said book that such misogynists should be arrested by the police. By someone who called Elon Musk a, quote, online abuser. By someone who said America was too free-spirited. By someone who said the lockdowns weren't draconian enough. By someone who literally tweeted, quote, Force away! Lock us down! And by someone who sang with zealous glee about wanting to step on her enemies. I wanna be rich, famous, and powerful. Step on all my enemies and never do a thing. But according to Jankowitz, she's a nuanced, reasonable Folks, person. the idea that the disinformation board was brought down by disinformation is, in fact, disinformation. It's confusing and stupid. It's the modern world. Share that video at band.video. More on the other side. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday edition of The American Journal. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show today. We also have a preview coming up for an extended report on Sri Lanka that we did after the show yesterday with our resident expert, Simon. That will go up a little bit later today, and we'll show you a preview of that later in this program. Of course, lots to talk about, lots of videos to show you as ever. So let's just get into it with your daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Friday, the 20th of May, 2022. House passes $28 million bill to combat nationwide baby formula shortage. Yes, they've passed $28 million in emergency funding aimed, aimed at combating the nationwide baby formula shortage, which is great if that's actually what it did. H.R. 7790 was approved by a vote of 231 to 192 and provides, quote, emergency supplemental appropriations to address the shortage of infant formula in the United States for the fiscal year ending September 30th, 2022, and – for other purposes. According to the text of the bill, the $28 million will go towards salaries and expenses focused on addressing the current baby formula shortage as well as preventing future shortages. Okay, so it's not going to do anything to help. It's going to pay the salaries of big government bureaucrats that don't produce anything, as Pete Buttigieg said earlier this week. The government doesn't make baby formula. What they do is they shut down baby formula manufacturers and We'll get more into this a little bit later, but yeah, it doesn't actually do anything to open up the shortage. If you wanted to stop the baby formula shortage, the FDA would just go away. We need less government, and there'd be no baby formula shortage. You know, in Mexico, there's no baby formula shortage. Canada, no baby formula shortage. Why? Because they import baby formula from other countries, countries like Europe, that actually have higher standards than us, but also allow... Uh, formula manufacturers to use natural products. You really can't buy that here in America anymore. You could if the FDA would allow it, but they don't, so you can't. And of course, they're the ones who forcibly shut down the Abbott uh, plant on completely spurious and false charges, and it's still not open. So there you go. They've just passed $28 million of funding to stop themselves from 
doing what they're doing. It doesn't make any sense. It's stupid and ridiculous, but we'll get into what it really means and the reaction from some of the leftists on the other side, or just later in this program, I suppose. Fox News has this report. At least 135 teachers and aides have been charged with child sex crimes this year alone. Now, if there's any justice in the world, every time you heard the words Catholic priest, you would hear the words public school teacher. It's an epidemic. At least 135 teachers and teachers' aides have been arrested so far this year. Not in a year, this year, as in in the last five months. Just incredible. They've been arrested this year so far on child sex-related crimes in the U.S., ranging from child pornography to raping students. An analysis conducted by Fox News Digital looked at local news stories week by week featuring arrests of teachers and teachers' aides on child sex crimes in school districts across the country. Arrests that weren't publicized were not counted in the analysis, meaning the true number may very well be higher. The analysis found that at least 135 teachers and teachers' aides have been arrested in 41 states between January 1st and May 13th, which works out to about an arrest a day on average. The vast majority of the uh, arrested educators were men. Wow, so they're targeting men with this arrest? What we know is that if one group of people is overrepresented in a crime statistic, it's because there's bias against them. Leave the men alone. So everything's ridiculous about this, but of course, it'll only get worse now that uh, we'll show you on the other side. It's like what used to be seen as something shameful and horrific and a crime, they're now celebrating and encouraging. We'll cover the story a little bit later of a I don't even want to say it's too early to even talk about this stuff. Well, let's just say they're creating all new clubs in elementary school that they didn't have when I was a little kid. Things are only going to get worse. Then we have this story. SpaceX reportedly paid a quarter million dollars to cover up Elon Musk's sexual misconduct. SpaceX reportedly played, uh, paid a flight attendant quarter million dollars to ensure she didn't speak out or sue the company after Elon Musk allegedly exposed himself and propositioned her for sex. According to a report from Business Insider, in response, Musk took to Twitter to call the accusation utterly untrue. And, uh, you know, call me a call me a skeptic here. You know, uh, call me a conspiracy theorist, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a little bit more evidence for this before I by hook, line, and sinker that uh, just randomly, out of nowhere, these uh, accusations of sexual misconduct come about. I also have to say, quarter million dollars for having to look at a dude's wiener? I'd do that. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's a very serious uh, allegation. Quarter million dollars. Can you imagine getting a quarter million dollars and then tattling anyway? (laughs) All right, we'll cover it more. I'm not taking it seriously because it's not a serious thing because ever since Elon Musk announced he was going to buy Twitter, there's been a rash of accusations and investigations against him. We'll cover it later in the program, an entire list from documentaries about him to hit pieces about him and his family and his country of origin and his immigration status to – Uh, calls for the FCC to shut him down, to removing Tesla from the ESG score. You think all this isn't coordinated and designed to destroy a man who's working seemingly in opposition to the globalist estate? Yeah, it's all fabricated. It's all nonsense. You can ignore all of it and laugh at all of it, and that's what we'll do later in the program. 
We'll laugh at this, too. Biden job uh, disapproval among Hispanics hits 60 percent with just 26 percent approving. Three fifths of U.S. Hispanics dislike the job Joe Biden is doing, according to a new survey out this week. Yet another sign of widespread discontent as Americans grapple with the ongoing border crisis, baby formula shortage and skyrocketing inflation. The uh, Quinnipiac, or however you say it, uh, university survey published Wednesday found that just 26 percent of Hispanics approve of Biden's performance, while 60 percent disapprove and 13 percent said they do not know or have no opinion. Uh, It's a not that large of a group, but still pretty devastating numbers for old Joe. You should try eating a taco bowl at Trump Tower. That seemed to work pretty well. Or you should treat the Hispanic people like they're Americans, and just because they're of Hispanic heritage doesn't mean that they want to see the country that they live in and that they call home be opened up to anybody who wants to scrabble across the border around the world. All of my Mexican friends fly over the border or drive with their passports. Nobody I know got here by swimming across the Rio Grande. It's not a civilized thing to do. So no, there's no reason why Hispanic people in this country should want to see this country destroyed by open border and other these weird pandering uh, ethnic superiority sort of policies that they push, expecting all Hispanic people to be like, yeah, yeah, we're going to take over America. They're like, no, we like America, actually. We fled the countries we came from because they're utterly corrupt and horrific. We like America, and we don't want to become like that. Joe Biden's probably just like, well, you're racist then. And finally, we have this. The Senate overwhelmingly approves $40 billion in aid to Ukraine, sending it to Biden. They also went ahead and tacked on another $100 million for weapons because why not? President Biden is expected to quickly sign the Ukrainian aid package into law. His administration and Ukrainian leaders have pressed hard for its swift enactment, warning they could that they would run out of American aid by Thursday if Congress failed to act. An act they did. No discussion whether this would contribute the uh, contribute towards peace or whether we would be driving us farther into war. Never even discussing what our victory condition is and whether anybody could win this conflict. No discussion as to where this money is actually being helpful and where it's possibly going to simply enrich politicians and their cronies in the corporate world. Just a blank check for whoever is in the higher rungs of power and can get their names in the middle of the check. So just incredible stuff. And uh, we'll talk about this quite a bit. We'll cover some of the arguments on either side. One side goes, we can't afford this. We have no interest in Ukraine. We want peace and not war. We don't want to get into conflict with Russia. And the other side goes, shut up, isolationist. Sign the check. Vote for the bill or you're a terrorist. You see this? It's an InfoWars Republic defense card with original InfoWars art designed by yours truly with a little gold bar implanted in it. And on the back, it's got a hologram. There are only 25,000 of these in existence and they'll never be made again. The bank that owns the Mint that has started putting these out the last few years just sold out of 300,000 of a similar offering that was 40% more than what we're selling these for. And when you get three or more, you can get these at 50% off and they fund the info war. 
please visit InfoWarsStore.com and check out this amazing new art slash gold product. It's a collector's item, and you'll know you helped fund the second American revolution against the globalist at such a critical point. Get your gold bars and so much more exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, and I want to thank you for your support over the years because without you, all of the great success we have had together would not have happened. We are the tip of the spear. You are the tip of the spear. And I salute you and thank you. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. It's really an amazing time and place that we live in right now. Especially right now. Not even just this general time period, but like this weekend. This weekend, they're putting into place and signing the agreements to create a world government predicated on fighting diseases that they themselves release. It's exactly like InfoWars and Alex Jones has told you it was going to be for the last 20 years, and it's happening. This weekend, they're making their move. And perhaps that's why, or at least in coordination with that, so many people are waking up these days. We had a big graduation party for a couple of my cousins yesterday, so there's a bunch of family from out of town. And, you know, they're conservative, but they're not info warriors necessarily. I mean, they, they get it. They get what's going on. But they're a little bit more in the, in the mainstream, and that's understandable. But, my God, a year ago, if you talked about the Great Reset or the World Economic Forum or replacement migration for that matter – they wouldn't have had any idea what you were talking about. Most people wouldn't. Now, it's like everybody knows. I said something about, yeah, well, they're signing this WHO treaty and the World Economic Forum. My uncle's like, oh, yeah, Davos. That's the, what is it, the Great Reset? Is that what that is? You know, it's like everybody knows now. Everybody knows. We have broken through the mainstream. We have shattered the Overton window. And now people are waking up. Is it too little, too late? I guess we'll have to wait and see how things turn out but it is an amazing time to be alive we are seriously fighting against global forces of satanic wickedness and victory is not assured on either side so what we do in these days matters perhaps more than any other time in our lives and maybe in our parents lives too we'll keep an eye on all of the developments of course davos is happening this weekend the sendai UNDRR 
control mechanism is being put into place and the WHO pandemic treaty is being signed. And in fact, I think I said I was going to go to clip 17. I'm going to go to clip 16 here because Tucker Carlson covered the uh, WHO meeting yesterday. Good. <laughs> about, about time. It's almost like there's a, it's almost like there's a process that starts in the shadowy corners of the internet, makes its way to Infowars, and then eventually it percolates up and gets all the way to Tucker Carlson. Or maybe he just watches our show and covers what we cover. But here he is, Tucker Carlson, covering the WHO uh, treaty being signed. Today we want to open this evening with a story you may not have heard, but that you should definitely know about. It begins early last year when Joe Biden, as one of his very first acts as president, brought the United States back into the World Health Organization. We saw this, we thought, why would Biden be so anxious to do something like that? At the time, we assumed it was just part of his larger de-orangeification effort. Trump had pulled the U.S. out of the World Health Organization, so Biden had to do the opposite. Childish, but that seemed like a fair explanation. Still, it did seem a little weird because there aren't many international bodies that are more thoroughly discredited than the World Health Organization, particularly after COVID. It's a laughing stock. There's one thing it's not good at. It's public health. Since the very first cases of the coronavirus were reported in Wuhan, the WHO slavishly ran interference for the Chinese government and did it in the most cartoonish and obvious way. First, WHO claimed there was no evidence of human-to-human transmission of the virus. Remember this? They cited Chinese officials who were obviously lying, and we now know they were lying. Then, when it became clear the virus probably came out of a Chinese government lab, WHO sabotaged the investigation into the origin of the virus by appointing a gain-of-function researcher to lead the investigative team. Pretty shocking if you think about it. And to this day, the WHO still has not acknowledged it did any of that, though it definitely did. Instead, they have continued to praise China's response to COVID as, quote, transparent, which is the one thing it's not. It's almost amusing. But again, it's weird if you think about it. Why would Joe Biden want to join a group that every informed person laughs at? Well, more than a year later, we think we know the answer. The Biden administration is very close to handing the World Health Organization power over every aspect, the intimate aspects of your life. So imagine the civil liberties abuses that you lived through during the COVID lockdowns, but permanent and administered from a foreign country. Here's what we're looking at tonight. This January, the Biden administration submitted a series of proposed amendments to something called the International Health Regulations, the IHR. Now, the Biden administration's amendments, along with those from several other countries, will be combined to create a new global pandemic treaty. We need a pandemic treaty. That treaty is set to be adopted starting this weekend in Geneva at the World Health Assembly. Now, the full text of the treaty is not yet finished, but a WHO working group has summarized what it's going to look like. The document begins by promising to restrict the WHO's authority just to pandemics. Calm down. It's just pandemics. Quote, WHO secretariat to play the leading, convening and coordinating role in operational aspects of emergency response to a pandemic. End quote. So don't get paranoid. Someone needs to coordinate the pandemic response globally because it's a global problem. Got it? Settle down, conspiracy nut. But here's the catch. The World Health Organization gets to define what a pandemic is, when a pandemic is in progress, and how long a pandemic lasts. Then you read the fine print and you realize the WHO will have total authority over emergency operations in the United States if there is ever a, quote, public health emergency. 
Huh? What qualifies exactly as a public health emergency? Well, they don't define that. But they get to. They get to decide what a public health emergency is. And then they have total authority. You can see where this is going. Now, the Biden administration has made certain that unelected bureaucrats at the WHO have total authority to declare and define public health emergencies. They did it explicitly. The White House eliminated a provision that would have required the World Health Organization to, quote, consult with an attempt to obtain verification from the state party in whose territory the event is allegedly occurring in. So as originally written, they couldn't do anything without the permission of their member countries' governments. But thanks to the change that the Biden administration pushed, effectively, there is no limit at all on WHO's power. And then it gets worse from there. The treaty also mandates a, quote, whole of government and whole of society approach to pandemic preparedness. Hmm, Think about that. Every society is always preparing for a pandemic. And that means there will not be a moment ever when the WHO doesn't have operational control over so-called public health matters in this country. Now, what's that going to mean exactly? You've already guessed it's not really about public health. It never is. But before we tell you what exactly it's going to mean, you should know that none of this is going to be optional. Thanks to an amendment from the Biden administration, the treaty contains a provision for a compliance committee. Ooh, there's always the stick. It provides that every member country in the WHO must, quote, inform WHO about the establishment of its national competent authority responsible for overall implementation of the IHR that will be recognized and held accountable. Under this treaty, WHO members must enforce orders from the WHO. They have to act as the heavies for the WHO. And if they don't, they'll be sanctioned. The White House is going to be the muscle for the director of the World Health Organization. So who is the director of the World Health Organization? Well, that would be a former member of Ethiopia's Marxist-Leninist party called Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus. He once led the Ministry of Health in Ethiopia. He's not a physician. But as the head of the Ministry of Health in Ethiopia, for political reasons, he covered up three cholera outbreaks, the opposite of what he's supposed to do. I want to thank all of you over the years who have supported InfoWars financially and with word of mouth and prayer. All the success that we've had together against the globalists and the fact that we're not caught flat-footed during their major takeover is because of you. Humanity has a real fighting chance. That's why I want to thank you all for buying products at InfoWarsTour.com, like books and films and supplements and water filtration, air filtration, so much more. But for those of you that want to actually give us a straight donation so we get almost 100% of the money to fund our operation during this critical time, go to InfoWarsStore.com and right at the top, you'll see a link to make a straight donation. A one-time donation of $5, $10, $50, or a recurring donation you can cancel anytime. I want to thank all you that have donated. I want to encourage those of you out there that want to support freedom to take action now and be part of the global awakening the new renaissance that's countering the Great Reset by going to InfoWarsStore.com and clicking on the donate button and giving today. Thank you so much for your support. Please take action. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Videos to still get to today. There's a bunch of other stuff to discuss. 
Let's talk quickly about Elon Musk. A very interesting exchange is taking place on Twitter uh, kind of as we speak. Interestingly, Elon Musk has uh, responded to the uh, cat turd <laughs> um, profile. Uh, you may know if you're on Twitter, cat turd is a uh, very popular right-wing MAGA sort of account. And he says, lol, Elon Musk says he's going to vote Republican for the first time. The next day, a sexual misconduct allegation suddenly appears. Elon is learning just how evil the left really is, but I have a feeling he's going to win. To which Elon Musk responds, they began brewing attacks of all kinds as soon as the Twitter acquisition was announced. In my 30-year career, including the entire Me Too era, there's nothing to report. But as soon as I say I want to, I intend to restore free speech to Twitter and vote Republican, suddenly, there it is. Catchard says, good, is going to win. Thanks for fighting for free speech. And then Election Wizard uh, comes out and says, what I'm sure we're all thinking, I'm sure this is just a big coincidence. The left never pushes hoaxes to destroy their political enemies. Fine people hoax, Russia hoax, drink bleach hoax, Trump Ukraine hoax, Rittenhouse state lines hoax, Jussie Smollett hoax, Bubba Wallace noose hoax. Yeah, no, they're just the most honest and uh, trustworthy people. Let's go through some of the attacks that have occurred against Elon Musk since he first announced he intended to buy Twitter and make a change in favor of free speech. You had this April 28th. FCC commissioner calls demand for feds to block Elon Musk Twitter sale frivolous. So in other words, you had activists and people in the uh, government demanding that or actually it was a demand by leftist lobby group Open Market Institute uh, demanding that the feds step in to block Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter. Yes, of course, the FCC says, no, you can't just because you don't like the guy doesn't mean you can get the government to shut down his business or stop him from buying things, to which they responded with a very baffled look. What do you mean we can't destroy people's lives with the government just because we don't like them? That's what we've been doing for years. No, well, you're not allowed to. It's just you get away with it. Variety has this story from April 25th. FX and the New York Times announced Elon Musk expose documentary. So he announces he's going to buy Twitter. First, the activist groups try to pressure the feds into shutting it down. Then the media gets involved and is like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to make an ex- expose. We're going to expose all of Elon Musk's dirty laundry uh, you know, because we're journalists and we care about the truth. No, they're activists and they care about destroying their enemies. Fox Business reporter says then at that point, uh, actually even earlier, April 15th, SEC, DOJ have launched a joint investigation into Elon Musk's Tesla amid Twitter takeover bid. Yeah. So again, you just you say you want to buy Twitter. I think I'm thinking about buying Twitter. All of a sudden, your other businesses are under a joint investigation by the SEC and DOJ. See, it, typically in a functional society and in a non-tyrannical despotism, you need to commit a crime before you're investigated. See, first a crime is committed. Somebody accuses you of the crime, and then it's investigated and figured out whether you are the one that committed the crime, whether the crime was committed, all that sort of stuff. In this case, there is no crime, so they just start digging around anyway to see what they can find and see what they can come up with. It's just the typical tactics of communists or Nazis or tyrants around the world. It's nothing new. It's just new in America because we used to be uh, good people, and now we're run by despicable psychopaths. Speaking of, of course, we know that there was a big media push to destroy Elon Musk in the minds of the American people, and Elon Musk asked the very dangerous and frankly anti-Semitic question, who is controlling the media? 
And we found out George Soros, Clinton and Obama staffers and European governments are behind anti-Musk campaign to force big corporations to boycott Twitter after Elon demanded to know who funds these organizations. So again, he says, I'm thinking about, thinking about buying Twitter. And then a group of 26 activist organizations and non-governmental organizations signed a letter to companies who advertise on Twitter warning them to reconsider if Elon Musk make, makes changes. Again, this is the Great Reset, stakeholder capitalism, corporations under, cap, under normal capitalism just want to make money. And so they'll advertise where the people are. If there's a lot of people that go to Twitter – They'll advertise with Twitter because they want the people's attention, because they want the people's money, because they want to sell the people products. It's very simple, and it's to make money. Is greed the motivation? Kind of. Not really. I mean I don't know what's so objectionable about that. We have a product. We think people will like it. We need to get it in people's attention so they can know it exists, so they can come buy it from us, and we can make money, and they can have a product they like, and we can all be happy at the end of the day. That's capitalism, and it's pretty great. It's pretty brilliant. Stakeholder capitalism is something else entirely. It's a bunch of activists and non-governmental organizations funded by billionaires, their salaries paid by the infinitely wealthy who print their own money, and they're being paid to agitate and be activists and go and get companies to use their you know, financial weight to destroy their enemies and shut down their opponents' companies and prevent their opponents from achieving the wealth that they need to compete at the level with the upper echelon. It's despicable, manipulative, and completely unrepresentative of the people actually living in the society. It's just whatever they want. The people at the top will use whatever levers of power that they have to uh, impose their will. Then, of course, the media did get into this, whether it was at the behest of these activist groups or whether it was just their own adherence to the hive mind. They all are working on the same path and operating with the same playbook. New York Times. Publishes this story. Elon Musk left to South Africa that was rife with misinformation and white privilege. Again, just doing the unthinkable for the New York Times and actually blaming an American immigrant for the horrific conditions of the country that he fled and essentially calling him and his family uh, horrible racist. Again, and just a baseless hit piece against their political enemies. And then, of course, yesterday you have this sustainability index drops Tesla, prompting insult from Musk. See, The ESG score, environmental safety and governance score, is supposed to be there as sort of a social credit score for companies to force them into compliance with the globalist paradigm and ideology. And you would think that electric cars and building electric cars and Tesla being at the forefront and the absolute dominating force in electric cars, that they would be considered a good thing by the globalists that want ESG scores. But it's not about that. No, no. See, GM or Ford that still make fossil fuel cars will actually have a higher score because they hire Greta Thunberg to come give a speech to their uh, workers. They get the higher ESG score because of the virtue signaling, because they're willing to genuflect and kowtow and bow down and pay lip service to their globalist masters. Elon Musk doesn't do that, so now he's not only – has a low ESG. He's not even on the sustainability index, which is one of the things that companies like BlackRock and Goldman Sachs, the ones who gather and then invest all of like the retirement funds in America, just all of the money that Americans worked hard themselves to create, they take for themselves and then invest in companies, uh, not necessarily to make money in a capitalistic sense, but to then have influence over those companies and be able to force them to their will. 
it's just the most transparent and, again, despicable uh, usury you could possibly imagine. But there it is. And then finally, you have this from today. A SpaceX flight attendant said Elon Musk exposed himself and propositioned her for sex. Documents show the company paid a quarter million dollars for her silence. And then he calls the woman who accused him of sexual harassing uh, her flight attendant friend a far-left actor with a major political axe to grind. And what other conclusion could you come to? Like Elon Musk said, for 30 years, he's like guest starring on Rick and Morty. He's like going on Saturday Night Live. It's like a Trump style kind of thing, right? No accusations against him, no problems in his financial you know, uh, work or anything of the sort. Just for 30 years, he is beloved by the mainstream media and everybody else. And then he says, I think I'm going to buy Twitter and uh, actually make it more adherent to the principles of free speech and almost as if – Overnight, you have activist groups trying to get the federal government to investigate him or to stop his deal. The federal government actually launching investigations on him. Media hit pieces against him, his family, and even his country of origin. You have activist groups writing letters to advertisers to try to get them to stop advertising on Twitter to possibly tank the deal. And now you have sexual misconduct allegations and his companies get dropped from the the, the, choice investment Uh, selections by the big New York uh, trading houses. All at once, it's entirely political. Here at InfoWars, our slogan is tomorrow's news today, whether it's politics or health or spirituality. We're about bringing you the very best documented, accurate, real-world information. And when it comes to our supplements, they are so game-changing for your body, for your health, your immunity, your libido, your mental clarity. They're incredible. And out of all the products, X2 is definitely the most amazing. It is the purest, highest quality atomic iodine you're going to find. Most other iodine out there is bound to other minerals and compounds so you don't absorb it at all or fully. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a limited supply and it's been sold out for months because of supply chain breakdowns. But despite that, we're selling it at 25% off for one more week. Then it goes back to full price. Within two weeks, the current sales rate is going to sell out. Experience X2 for yourself today at InfoWarsStore.com. X2 at InfoWarsStore.com. Take action now. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. There is another very important phase of warfare. It has as its target not the body, but the mind of the enemy. Target psychological warfare is against the enemy's mind. It is words and ideas. 
ammunition used by Cywar. Its mission is to influence the thoughts of the enemy soldiers. And at the same time, is expected and encouraged to study foreign languages and the social sciences such as history, economics, and sociology. He must have a broad and sympathetic understanding of all phases of human experience. Gripping at my skin, the walls of night closing. But the use of this force as an integral part of combat has now taken on new form. InfoWars. What an incredible video. Battleplan.news. Apparently they have identified Battleplan.news. American Psy War, the InfoWars exclusive by Darren McBreen. That published uh, two days ago, May 18th. Just an incredible work of uh, art there. And absolutely true. It is a psychological war being waged on the people of the world by a very small and select group of tyrants with the goal of global domination. And they are on the very cusp of accomplishing that goal, or at least seemingly accomplishing that goal. And at the end of the day, when we talk about them signing treaties, making agreements in their chateaus in Switzerland, that's all they're doing. That's it. They're just people. They're just individuals. They don't have any superpowers. They don't have any, you know, some sort of uh, incredible ability to force you to do something that they want. They're just people after all. They're not even good people or smart people really at the end of the day. They're just morons in the right place at the right time and with the right evil, despicable, hateful attitude to get chosen to uh, go to the top. You know, they have these little, these little filters that filter out any who disobey. You know, I was – I don't did I tell this story yet? <laughs> I've told it to people in my personal life so much I, I get confused. And I don't want to be mean to, to my friends here, but there was uh, – oh, God, how do I keep this fake? <laughs> oh, geez. All right, I already started saying it. Now I have to. Uh, there's a girl that uh, we went to high school with. We, we saw her last um, weekend, and my wife was talking to her, and I, and I walk up, and – She's a uh, nutritionist now, and uh, the first thing I hear when I walk up is is her being like, yeah, so, you know, overall seed oils are, are actually really good for you, and my wife's just like, okay, right? So, of course, I guess my wife learned that this woman was a um, nutritionist, and so my wife is like, oh, my God, do you know about seed oils? Because my wife is, as soon as we had our kids, she started looking into, like, seed oils, and it's just, like, totally anti-seed oil. Seed oils are, like, the soy and... uh 
you know, back in the day, instead of you, you, you use butter or fat or something, and then that was replaced by things like rapeseed oil or, um, you know, canola oil. These are all seed oils, and they cause inflammation throughout the entire body, and they're not good for you at all, and they can be fairly well associated with the collapse of overall health in this country by a pretty large degree. And it's just, you know, you sort of realize, because I was telling this to my friend, I was going, okay, she's a nutritionist. She went to school for nutrition. As a job, she tells people what they should put in their body for their health. She is a vegan. She thinks seed oils are good for you. And she was explaining to us how the nutritionist now, the scientists, think that protein causes aging. And so if you want to live longer, you should eat less protein which of course is a little ironic right protein is the energy that your cells need to operate so it's like yes protein the building block of life the energy source that allows the very existence of life yeah i guess it makes you age because it makes you function <laughs> it's just bizarre so you know that so you know i'm I'm telling this to my friend. I'm going, yeah, she's like seed oils are great and she's vegan and she says protein causes aging. And he's like getting all mad. He's like, well, that's ridiculous. How crazy. I'm like, dude, she's a nutritionist. She went to school for this for four years. She's been trained in like, it's so crazy. It is so crazy now that people are given this confidence in their beliefs because they've been indoctrinated into these lies And for four years, they have been rewarded and graded higher on how much they absorb the lies and and take the lies into themselves. And so by the time they graduate, they're just completely wrong about everything. You're way more likely to get a lot more good, pertinent, and applicable information from like some shirtless dude that makes YouTube videos on the beach than from a nutritionist who graduated from a four-year program to learn to be a nutritionist. Because it's not about learning to be a nutritionist. It's not about – studying what is actually happening in the body it's about being indoctrinated into a system of lies and given the confidence in your degree right it's like but i went to school for four years for this and it's like well you're still wrong and you should really think about that you should really think about the fact that you went to four years and did nothing but study this topic and yet i know more than you from bodybuilder right-wing bodybuilder accounts on twitter it's just bizarre truly truly bizarre but that's the entire system right it, whether it's a nutritionist or a doctor or a scientist or a politician or, or an, an actor in hollywood right our entire system is designed to filter out anybody with the ability to stand up to lies anybody who sees something that's wrong and raises their hand and goes this is wrong this is incorrect the emperor has no clothes then they'll be given a lower grade, they'll be kicked out of the program, they'll be weeded out and pushed off into a less successful, less prominent, less assured path uh, than those who simply accept the lies they're being fed. I mean, how you go to a nutritionist school and come out as a vegan? I mean, have you ever seen a picture of a vegan, folks? <laughs> you ever seen what a vegan looks like? <laughs> they're not healthy. Very, very far from it. Sallow cheeks, just like pale, tired thin hair right it's just like nothing good about it do you want a nutritionist that's vegan it's like never trust a, a skinny chef will never trust a vegan nutritionist okay let's just say that especially once it's just like no seed oils are good they're fine and good it's like really and they taught you that in school did they okay you didn't ask questions about that no okay look around do people seem healthy right now 
If you go, go back 50 years, you think people would be more healthy or less healthy? Well, probably more healthy. So what's been the change over this last 50 years? More seed oils, more soy, more GMOs, more, you know, uh, um, just artificial material, more pesticides. The nutritionists, the experts, the scientists, and the you know, big pharma companies will tell you, no, it's all good. It's all fine. It's all normal. It's like, well, then why is everybody fat, miserable, and on antidepressants these days? Answer me that. Riddle me this, experts and professionals. Why are you wrong about everything? Because they're trained in a program of compliance, not of thinking or of success or of merit. And again, I'm not just picking on, on one nutritionist. It's systemic, and it's in every university, and it's especially true in politics. Now, if you're willing to go along, and you know, I talk about like Harvey Weinstein, every single person that accepted an Oscar for the last you know, 10 years, whenever he was in power, uh, they had to first show that they're willing to completely debase themselves and surrender themselves to a goblin in order to get their part. So anybody that – any self-respecting young woman who got propositioned by this heaving, you know, globular ogre went, no, I'm not going to submit myself to you for a job. How dare you? I have self-pride. And then they're like, all right, then go away. Then you'll never be famous. See, it's a, it's a filter that you have to get through. And whether it's academics or whether it's Harvey Weinstein or whether it's, uh, you know, whatever – political group doles out uh, favors. You've got to pass the test. You've got to prove that you are willing to debase yourself, degrade yourself, and sacrifice your own intellect and consciousness for the will of others. It's a societal problem. It's a psychological operation. It's a global psi war that is on right now. And you can defeat this, and you can defeat the effects of these poisons by going to InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars has been a leader in combining both these political aspects and the nutritional aspects for 20 years and it's left us with the best supplements possible to counteract the poisons in our food and water. InfoWarsStore.com. With the world awakening, I think what's important that we rise to momentum right now, take advantage of this moment. And I've always an idea that something everybody can do, that every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective for us to, uh, you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a giant banner in LA or Atlanta that says, Alex Jones is right, InfoWars.com, or we stand with the truckers, arrest spouse, or whatever. It's Brother, I'm so glad you called to elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the bathroom wall or to put a sticker on your car or banner hangs over highways and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have a few ideas. First of all, arrest out, arrest out, the vaccine is poison. There's tons of things. I say just keep it short, keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci, arrest Bill Gates, the COVID vax is poison. Beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved and we could all be affected. So that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris, in Atlanta. I really, really appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh boy, I've got a very funny text. Just a, just a little observation. Just got to wonder. 
I'll say this. You just got to wonder if uh, Putin is sitting there drumming his fingers on his desk. He's going, huh. So Davos, huh? This weekend, they're all gathered. They're all in Switzerland all at once, huh? Right now, all of them? Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm not saying he should. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they are all gathering in Davos this weekend to discuss how to implement a global control grid of biotechnocratic financial tyranny from which there is no escape. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. What am I saying? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just rambling. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> but they're all in one place, huh? All in one one chateau, are they? All of them? Really, all of them. Huh. All right. Well, hopefully they stay safe, you know. Here's the uh here's the mafia. The Great Reset, World Economic Forum. What we're really proud of now is we we penetrate the cabinets around the world. Klaus Schwab in 2017. Of course, the members of the Great Reset include the President of the United States, the Prime Minister of Canada, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, the Prime Minister of Australia, the Supreme Ruler and lifelong President of China, Vladimir Putin himself, although they've kicked him out of the World Economic Forum. So this is perhaps a slightly outdated uh, uh, picture here. Of course, the uh, President of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, the man to whom we all owe our freedoms, the man to whom we all must sacrifice our lives, the man who must remain in power and regardless of the actions he takes or the political opponents he imprisons or the war crimes he commits, we must all sacrifice our livelihoods, our lives, our sacred honor for this man, Zelensky, the actor. I'm sorry, I'm... (laughs) I've got caught up in the fervor of my love for Zelensky. Moving on, of course, the uh, president of Ukraine, the prime minister of Israel, the president of Greece, the leader of Germany, France, Italy, Turkey, Netherlands, United Kingdom, the British monarchy, of course, firmly in their pockets, United Nations, NATO, the World Trade Organization, the European Union, the European Central Bank, the IMF, BlackRock, the Soros Fund Management, Rockefeller Foundation, Blair Institute, Gate Foundation, CERN, WHO, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and Moderna. Yes, they're all in a mafia. It's a mafia. That's what this is. That's all this. That's all that it is. And that's the only way to think about it. And I've, I've explained it before, but like if you have a union leader that's in a mafia, so he's leader of a union. But he's also a soldier in a Cosa Nostra in, in the mafia of some sort. Who do you think he's more loyal to? Do you think he's a union president that cares and loves his union and is using the mafia to get benefits for his union members? Or do you think it's the other way around? Right. Do you think he's a member of the union and the president of the union to use and exploit the union to benefit his mafia? Which way do you think it goes, folks? Now, the World Economic Forum is simply a mafia. So do you think these people that run countries and run organizations and run supranational conglomerates, do you think they're working as an agent of the World Economic Forum? Or do you think they're using the World Economic Forum to benefit everybody else it's not that difficult of a question it's just a worldwide mafia it's a global mafia that's all that it is and they're as we speak meeting in davos switzerland and geneva and 
uh, Indonesia for the Sendai framework in one weekend, triple you know, meetings to all consolidate and solidify and make legal their ultimate and unquestionable control of the entire world. It's nothing less, nothing more. World domination this weekend. I'll show you a video on the other side. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the southern part of Texas, in the town of San Antonio. Right, welcome back, folks. The second hour of American Journal has begun. Boy, time flies when you're having fun. I'm going to open up the phone lines this hour. If you want to give us a call, please do. 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539, taking your calls now, open line Friday, give us a call about whatsoever you please. Global governance is being enacted. It is coming down to this weekend, Sunday, 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 Geneva, Switzerland, the signing of the treaty that will end your free will and subvert your national sovereignty for all of time. Be there. Of course, we will be there in spirit, but we'll be uh, talking to a lot of people on the ground there in Davos, including Savannah Hernandez, who's going there with the Rebel, who's sending really an all-star team to Davos to uncover what's going on uh, behind the scenes. And again, it just sort of reminds me of uh, the handicap that InfoWars is operating under right now. If we weren't under the attack that we are under now, Can you only imagine? So we're surviving, we're maintaining, and we're still producing incredible stuff and expanding as much as we can. We haven't shrunk at all. We haven't, uh, you know, collapsed in any way. You know, we haven't shrunk even a little bit. But at the same time, our sort of forward momentum is being severely hampered by the attacks from on high, either the lawsuits or the censorship or the, you know, um, cyber attacks that we constantly have to deal with with the website and everything else uh our our disguised url got found out yesterday and now you can't post that on twitter so we'll have to come up with a new one like the rebels in star wars hopping from base to base and working and operating for as long as possible for the death star identifies us and obliterates us for our crime of dissent against the faction in control but we will continue to fight and we'll continue to uh work hard and the good news is that much of the work has already been done, and now where before InfoWars would be the only people in America talking about the Davos meeting or the Bilderberg meeting or any of these globalist conferences, now there are many who are aware of it, know what's happening, and are reporting and doing the work to spread the word about it. So it's a, it's a bitter, bittersweet sort of feeling. Uh, but folks, we'll make it through these trials. We'll make it through these cataracts to the smooth waters on the other side but we need your help please go to infowarsstore.com to support us and know that everything we do here at infowars is focused on one thing and one thing only human freedom worldwide 1776 on a global scale freedom for every man woman and child to achieve their greatest potential and fulfill their destiny it's not about money it's not about fame good lord so many better ways to be beloved by the masses we would love to be beloved by the masses but hey if we tell the truth and they hate us for it then that's just the what we're gonna have to suffer under it's unfortunate but there it is luckily no matter how many people hate the straw man that they erect of us right hate the imagined 
fantasy of who they pretend we are. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? We're just going to keep telling the truth. Keep loving everybody and keep pushing the info war further and further into the mainstream. And so we'll be keeping an eye on Davos, Switzerland. But I do want to go to a video to remind you that this is not anything new. It may be coming to a head at this point. This may be the crucible, the most intense and important moment in the history of of humanity as we choose which path to go down, that of freedom of or that of willing slavery. But it is not a new phenomenon. It is very, very old, in fact. We're going to go now to a video from all the way back in 1991, back when I was just a, a wee lad, a toddler, 21 years ago, or 31 years ago, sorry. Jesus Christ. It's been so long. 31 years ago, here's David Rockefeller talking about how for the past 40 years – The international groups like the CFR have been cooperating with the mainstream media outlets like the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal to bring about their plan of global governance. So just think about that. 30 years ago, they were talking about how for the last 40 years, so now for at least 70 years, this plan has been in progress. And they think in terms of decades. They think in terms of centuries. So now their ultimate plan is coming to fruition Unless we stand up and stop it, and the first part of that is making people aware that the plan is even happening in the first place. So here is David Rockefeller in 1991 talking about the success and the cooperation in the great plan for world domination. At a 1991 closed-door meeting of fellow internationalists, billionaire and former CFR chairman David Rockefeller praised his media allies. But his confidence that his words would not leave the room was later broken. We are grateful to the Washington Post, the New York Times, Time Magazine, and other publications whose directors have attended our meetings and respected their promises of discretion for almost 40 years. It would have been impossible for us to develop our plan for the world if we had been subject to the right lights of publicity. But the world is now more sophisticated and prepared to march toward a world government. That these men aim to create a world system of financial control in private hands able to dominate the political system of each country and the economy of the world as a whole. In short, they seek total and quiet control of the entire world. Total and quiet control, and that is the key in the subversion of what it is to be a democracy or a republic where the people who make the decisions have to be public about it. They have to tell you why they're doing it, what their intentions are, and then it's up to you to decide whether they adequately represent your interest or not, and then you get to choose whether or not they stay in power. What a, what a beautiful and revolutionary concept that is. We've said it before. The Great Reset is resetting all the way back to 1775. That's what they want to reset to. They want to reset to a feudalist uh, a paradigm, a feudalist structure of control where you don't get to vote for who's in power. They're in power, and you have to deal with it. But now it's even a new layer. Of course, this neo-feudalism, not only is it uh, unquestionable, but it's also secretive. Because at least in feudalism, you knew who the prince was. You knew who the king was. He stood up there and said, I'm the king. I'm making the decisions, and here's why, and you can't question me about it. But just know, you know, your interests are my interest. I am the, the country. So, you know. What benefits you benefits me. We're all in this together, 
And at the end of the day, you know who it is that's making your decisions. This feudalism is a shadow feudalism. It's a feudalism of unquestionable masters like feudalism, except you don't know who they are. And they don't even have to pretend to be serving your interest. They don't even have to you know, pay the lip service to the, the benefits of the wider society. They do it in secret, so they're unquestionable. And you also can't even blame them because you don't even know who they are, the people making these decisions. They put you know, out in public the puppet front people like Joe Biden and others who clearly, again, they aren't even pretending, makes his own policies or sets his own agenda. He's just like, all right, they're telling me to go over here now. All right, I'm going to read this now. They told me to. It's just like, can we pretend? Like, just out of respect for us, can you at least pretend to be the one in charge and not taking orders from some shadowy group of unquestionable billionaires? It's just disrespectful, honestly. It's also horrific and uh, world-ending. So they're resetting us to a time before the revolutionary concept of choosing your own. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Being told what to do by the Easter Bunny. That's where we are. That's where we are, is the president of the United States is openly controlled by a man in a big fluffy bunny outfit. Just wild. It's just wild and stupid and nuts. What's that? I don't know. Uh, oh, it was a woman in a bunny suit. Even better. I'm sorry. The crew had to correct me. It was a, it was a f- female bunny in that suit. Just so you know. That makes it so much better. Was she gay? Was she a lesbian? I want to know what color she is too. What matters is the identity of the woman. Then I know whether I can uh, you know, criticize her or not. When we come back, we're going to go to uh, your phone calls, of course. But also, again, as Infowars has had so much success in you know, exposing the concept that these international groups get together in conferences in order to set the agenda for the next year in which they all cooperate. Uh, ESG scores also being pushed to the forefront. And we'll talk about what ESG scores are and how they are implementing a social credit score controlled by the banks. Ladies and gentlemen, we have contracted with one of the top companies in the United States that supplies the Pentagon, the military, the CIA, the FBI, you name it, with super high-quality Faraday cages for cell phones, laptops, iPads, even huge bags for multiple desktops. This is so critical, ladies and gentlemen. Going into the future with contact tracers and the New World Order, everything is about tracking you and your family. And we have this high-quality Made in America product line, exclusively available, private label by us, known as Redux at InfoWarsStore.com. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and check out Redux. It's our first big run. We've made a major investment to have this produced and ready, and it's now exclusively available to you at a very low price at InfoWarsStore.com. Protect your privacy from government, the UN, globalist contact tracers, hackers, criminals, you name it, with Redux, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. The ultimate fluoride-free charcoal mouthwash is now available at InfoWarsStore.com and DrJonesNaturals.com for the lowest price possible to complete your daily mouth cleaning routine. It is the perfect companion to the new activated charcoal toothpaste all under our new line by Dr. Jones Naturals that will naturally give your mouth and breath a deep clean. This mouthwash only uses the best natural ingredients like real peppermint oil, 
thiam oil, xylitol, and of course, high-quality charcoal. Not only fluoride-free, this mouthwash is completely free of other dangerous ingredients such as SLS, harsh detergents, BPA, and so much more. As soon as you use it, you can tell that this formula is the real deal. So get your bottle of the new activated charcoal mouthwash right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. This is the American Journal. Call us now, 1-877-729-2539. We'll go out to you to your phone calls. We're getting creative with the names today. We have Spicy Pina Colada Boy in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, you want to talk about the, uh, the story from The Telegraph. I actually have uh, this story on the list. I don't have it printed out quite yet, but uh, we'll, go, we'll go to you, and then we'll cover it in just a second. Thanks for calling in. Spicy Pinata Boy. Pin, I'm sorry, spicy pina colada boy in Wisconsin. You're on the air. Park, Park, alas, it is I, your spicy pina colada boy. <laughs> and I'd like to talk to you about the uh, article in The Telegraph uh, about the harvesting of uh, blood and cerebral spinal cord fluid. Yeah, kind of totally like normal. that South Park, that South Park episode. You remember that one where he was like, Christopher Reeves was like, Slurping the and Al Gore were slurping the spinal cord fluid, like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This, uh, Remember, yeah, yeah, for sure. The um, stem cells, yeah, yeah. But it's the spinal cord fluid. It's the liquid in your spinal cord, right? Which people forget. It's a very important liquid. And I, I you know, it's like a what's what's the saying? Um, the word I'm looking for. Uh, horrific. Our fluids. No, our fluids. Remember from uh, that Stanley Kubrick. Our essential fluids. Oh yes, you know, yes, our our, our, our precious bodily fluids. Here's yes, the story. Yes. Here's the story from uh, NPR. I think it was on Telegraph too. A substance found in young spinal fluid helps old mice remember. And we, I mean, there was a story yesterday about this as well, where they're just like injecting young blood into old people reinvigorates them. Yeah, pretty horrific. Yep, yep. it's horrific. And I wanted to bring up a point which it doesn't bring up. But I think it's a good point because that's probably some good juice. You know, they said it like it amps up your brain and you think, talk about a Neuralink upgrade. You know, you just drink that stuff probably better than your Chiapas blend coffee. Um, but the thing I was thinking of is I bet the vaccines are tied up into that to give kids meningitis symptoms, which in order to test for meningitis, you have to stab into their spinal cord and pull the fluid out. Oh, and then they keep that fluid, you know, and then imagine it's like a vampire, you know, you got that fluid. They don't put that fluid back in. And then, uh, you know, obviously they're selling it, but I don't think it's very nice for them to steal the fluid without consent. And I think those people who got their fluid stolen deserve a lot of money from those medical companies. What do you wow. think, Harrison? Uh, you know, I hadn't thought about that. I, I hadn't thought about that in, in terms of uh, meningitis. Is that to me, stealing? To me, Is it that has... stealing or no? Is that not stealing? Uh, they very well could be. I mean, to me, it probably has more to do with the abortion. I mean, we know the way that they buy oh, yeah. and sell body parts. Yep. They want to. They abortions. need more. Yeah, because they get addicted. You stop. Imagine how you know you quit smoke. You quit drinking coffee. 
Imagine right. how you know you feel when you get caffeine withdrawals. Imagine you stop drinking that stuff. Yeah, and they're coming out with more and more of these stories, just sort of paving the way. Because uh, as we've pointed out before, the entire point of imposing the global government is to establish a system where immortality is possible, and the people at the top really believe. Just like um, those Egyptians. Just like you, those Egyptians, man, the garbage, man. The they all believe. The Egyptians, they same like those pharaohs. They all believe they do that hoo-boo-boo, whatever, you know, abracadabra crap, and they're going to live forever. But they don't. Yeah. They they sat and rot, you know. Yeah. And um, you're totally right, Harrison. I, and I'm glad. And I'm glad you're you're a voice for us. And I I look up to you so much. You're such a good motivation for me. Uh, you and Owen, you know. And I, obviously, Mr. Jones, I appreciate you guys so much. I'll let you go now to get to other callers, though. Well, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the way you started that call. That, uh, that, was, that was beautiful. Lo and behold, hark, hark ye and hear. Thank you so much for the call, spicy pina colada boy. Uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Just, again, the Great Reset transhumanism is the ultimate goal. They're paving the way there. Like we said before, you know, like the video we played where he said, for the last 40 years, you've helped us, and that was 30 years ago. These people operate in terms of decades, if not centuries. So they know what their ultimate goal is, but they know you don't jump from normal, healthy living to you know, being a slave to an, immort- uh, an Im- immortal AI God. Like you don't just go from A to B. There's a bunch of steps in between that. They're paving the way right now. They're working slowly and carefully because it is a psychological operation and they understand too much pressure causes pushback. So if you do it slowly, boiling the frog, then you can achieve your goals. And they're very, very sophisticated in these operations. Let's go now to Tony in Washington. The disinfo boys, what does that mean? Yes, hi, Harrison. I haven't talked to you in a very long time, and I just wanted to tell you that my friends here on the Hill, they're making it very difficult for people to get the information out. You and all your friends get the information out too fast, and we can't do our disinformation. Look what happens. You, you guys talk about disinformation for two seconds, and Mary Poppins gets shipped back down to wherever she came from. So, you know, you guys are doing a really good job. Well, thank you, my old nemesis, Anthony Fauci. Oh, you already know, Harrison. Well, you know, I haven't been messing around. I've been in hiding for quite some time. Because yeah, where you been, man? I, we, we, haven't, we haven't seen you out here, you know, uh, wagging your finger at us on CNN in, in so long. Uh, are, are, you, are you scared? What's happening? Where's, where's Dr. Anthony Fauci been recently? We miss him. Harrison, listen, I don't throw rocks at you when you're cutting your lawn, okay? Don't question me with what I do, okay? This is very bad. My girl, Jen Saki, she's working for Wendy's again. She's not doing the, the same stuff she was doing before. <laughs> and now we got the transgender, super, uh, super califragilistic. Uh, she's, what is she? She's the, the first ever gay, black, uneducated. What, what's her qualification? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, a, it's a groundbreaking thing. She's the first ever moron to serve the the, oh. the uh, position of White House secretary. It's always been smart people before her, but she's really breaking barriers in the moron community by uh, uh, taking th- this role. It's uh, really a, an accomplishment, I think. She didn't make it at the DMV, so we pushed her over to the Department of Buildings. She wasn't good enough there, so then we had to go to White House press secretary. Because you really have to be a special kind of person 
to lie every day. It may, I go off the science, and the science says that, you know, science says, I play a game with my kids, instead of Simon says, it's science said. But I just want to call and tell you that I'm back around. So oh, make good. Sure yeah. Uh, well, we yeah, we've, we've, we've so missed you, Mr. Fauci, and your, your beautiful rhetoric. Thank you so much for calling in, Tony. We always appreciate it. I don't know how many I fall for that every single time, and I and I don't know. I think that I think the call screeners are in on it with you. I think the crew is setting me up to accidentally take calls from old Anthony Fauci over there. Uh, we're running a little bit out of time, so we'll go to BS Assassin on the other side. Haven't heard from uh, you in a while, Mr. Assassin, so stay on the line. We'll go to you on the other side. Still a lot to cover in today's program, a lot of videos to go to as well. They're still trying to make us eat bugs. They're still trying to pretend like Nina Jankowitz isn't an embarrassing failure. Uh, they're still spending all of our money on stuff that doesn't help anyone, and the leftists are still falling for it. Yes, it's all as it was, a cesspit of chaos and nonsense as we try to navigate in this cold, dead world of inhuman feeling. We'll be back on the other side to hopefully shine a little ray of sunshine over all of it and tell you that all of this ridiculousness is simply the uh, pre-shocks of the earthquake that will tear down their entire crumbling edifice. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of natural compounds out there that turbocharge and boost our stamina, our energy, our libido, that are also amazing pre- or post-workouts. And we went out and looked at the top brands, the top reviews, and came out with Alpha Power. Now, it's so hard to source good, clean herbs like we have in this that it's been sold out for more than six months. But now Alpha Power is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com at 40% off. Go to InfoWorkStore.com and read about these compounds and ingredients for yourself and then try it for yourself. Now, the formula is made for men, but it does amazing things for women as well. Find out what just one of the ingredients does, LJ100, and then go on from there. Alpha Power, exclusively available right now, 40% off at InfoWorkStore.com, and it funds the InfoWar. You are really missing out if you don't experience what Alpha Power does. It has improved my life and so many others just to incredible levels. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The American Journal. You know, they say brevity is the soul of wit. There's a great Mark Twain quote where he wrote a long letter to a friend. He said, I apologize for the length of this letter. If I had more time, it would have been shorter. And, you know, I try to simplify things down. Last night, I saw this tweet from a woman named Rena Shaw at Rena in D.C., and I really wanted to sum up my feelings about it in a single tweet. I, I sat there with Twitter open, a blank tweet there, retweet to respond to this, and I just – I it's so intricate. It's so, like, esoteric. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't put it into a single tweet, uh, which is why – Thank God I have the blessing of this show to come on and uh, really elaborate on what I wanted to say last night because it's going to take a second. But hopefully you understand. Hopefully it's worth it. And hopefully maybe potentially we could, we could break through to some people. 
But I got to try to explain this piece by piece. I got to try to break this down thoroughly. I'll try to keep it as short as possible. But Rena Shaw in D.C. And already, I mean, I swear to God. Okay, so she says, I'm a mom of three who is wide awake at 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. every day pumping to increase breast milk supply for my one-month-old daughter. I and millions of other parents like me will never forget how 192 Republicans voted against fixing the baby formula supply issue. And it's just like you just read this and you're like your eye starts twitching, right? And you just start like having this like brain aneurysm. Because if you understand what's really going on here, you understand how wildly off the mark this is. Like really it's – Again, it's kind of hard to explain. I think I retweeted it just with the comment like, why is there no baby formula, Rena? You want to start with that? Because it's the same thing, whether it's the baby formula crisis, whether it's the war in Ukraine, whether it's climate change, any of these things. It's a very simple process that, that they go through, and it's unbelievably infuriating that these people can't see what's going on. And I don't know. I like to have faith in the American people. You go out, you meet people every day. They're smart. They're intelligent. They're nice. They're, they're um, conscientious, right? They're, they're good people, and, they're, and I don't, I don't want to think they're dumb. I don't think they're dumb. I think they're very brilliant and you know, know a lot more than me about a lot of things. I don't want to be condescending. But if this is your view, if you agree with Rena Shaw, you're an idiot. You're a moron. You are dangerously stupid. Your stupidity threatens our entire nation. Because you can't figure out the most simple scheme ever devised. Because it goes like this. The Democrats do something to cause pain to the people. They do something that is just unreasonable, purposeless, and hugely damaging to the American people. And for some reason, when these people are suffering under this, like put yourself in the mind of this woman who's waking up at one and four, you know, every three hours to pump. Sounds miserable. Right, So you're sitting there miserable in the middle of the night, and I guess what happens is they are able somehow to just convince these people that the problems that they're experiencing have no cause. They have no cause. There's no policy that's been put into place. There's no decisions that were made. It's just happening. So they're just sitting there going, gosh, this is just happening to me. It's nobody's fault. Nobody's caused this. Nobody's made a decision to bring me to this point. I'm suffering, and it's just it's just happening, and it's no one's fault. And then the government says we're going to come in and solve it, and then the solution they propose has nothing to do with the problem, just absolutely nothing. To take this into a different realm, take climate change, for example. Right? You have California, which has to spend several billion dollars on the homeless population that they've created, so they don't have any money to spend on clearing the forest. So you allow the forest to gather up with flammable material, and then you want to try to move away from uh, uh, energy sources so you don't reinforce your energy grid. So the energy grid is failing and falling apart, and it sparks fires that are then exacerbated and maximized by the fact that you stopped clearing out the forest. So all of these policies that the leftist impose completely fire back on themselves and no pun intended create a massive forest fire that's sweeping through they're you know building big track homes in places that are fire prone without any you know uh, uh barriers or anything to stop fire from entering these places like they just make decision after decision that just destroys the forest and then they go oh no the fire is actually the fault of climate change so you need to stop driving a gasoline car and eating so much meat 
And then when the Republicans go, what the hell are you talking about? That's not going to solve anything. You're not – what are you doing? You've caused the problem. Now the solution that you're suggesting has nothing to do with correcting the problem. It's just going to make other problems. Like what, what are you doing? And then the Democrat people on the bottom somehow go, the Republicans voted against the climate change bill. This fire is their fault. Like it just happens over and over and over. War in Ukraine is the same thing, right? We send uh, uh, people over there to corrupt the politicians, to get our people in charge, to manipulate things from on high, to train uh, paramilitary groups, to go cause terror in eastern Ukraine. Like it's all our fault. It's all American policy that brings about the war in Ukraine. And then when it spirals out of control and Putin starts fighting back, then uh, suddenly you're treasonous if you don't want to spend more money to exacerbate and continue the problem. So it's, it's just the same thing over and over. And my God, you people have to wake up. You have to understand how, how truly stupid you are because the baby formula shortage is 100% the fault of the Democrats. The main producer, and I'm sorry if you're a viewer of this show regularly, you, I've, say this, I've said this every day for a week. They shut down the plant. The FDA shut down the plant at the behest of Joe Biden. The Democrats proposed a lockdown that shut down the supply chain that made everything more difficult to get. The FDA is the one that prevents uh, baby formula from coming in from overseas. I mean, it's entirely the Democrats' fault. So it's their policies that cause this catastrophe, that's causing this woman to suffer, and then the solution they offer has nothing to do with fixing the, the supply chain crisis. I mean, again, if you just like think about this as a metaphor, you can't, you can't even – you can't even come up with anything because it is metaphorical in its reality that the FDA could at this very moment go open up, open up, Abbott, open up, flood the, the stores with your material. We'll get out of the way. We're the ones standing in the way here. But now we need to pass a bill to spend $28 million. What is that $28 million actually going towards? Well, we have a representative from Tennessee who was asked to vote on the bill. He voted against it, and here he is explaining why. Hey everybody, Tim Burchett. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about a bill that came through yesterday dealing with formula and the shortage. What it basically was, there was $28 million in the bill, but uh, I believe $23 million of it was for administrative costs and salaries. So basically what the Democrat leadership did was use a bill, title it something that's dealing with people that are genuinely hurting and just use it as an instance to increase pay at the FDA. And that ought to disgust you. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican using it, a real tragedy. It did nothing to, to uh, put more formula on the shelves. It just did more to hire more bureaucrats and create more of a power structure here in Washington. Um, they misnamed these bills on purpose and and honestly, the left just eats it up and they throw it back at us. But in reality, it's just not true. Um, we ought to have some, we got truth in sentencing laws in Tennessee. We ought to have truth in legislation. Anyway, thank y'all so much for sending me here. Brilliant. So that was uh, Tim uh, Burchett, a uh, representative from Tennessee. So, you know, I don't know if I don't know if I'm getting I don't know if I'm getting through to these people, but yeah, HR seven seven ninety passed. One hundred ninety two Republicans voted against it. According to the text of the bill, the twenty eight million will go towards salaries and expenses focused on addressing the current baby formula shortage as well as preventing future shortages. They were not caught. The shortage was not caused by low salaries. The shortage was not caused by you know government expenses. It was caused by the government. So the Democrats caused the problem. 
cause people to suffer, put forward a bill that does nothing to alleviate the suffering or repeal the policies that they put forward that caused the suffering in the first place, and then Republicans vote against it going, this isn't solving anything, it's just a money grab, and you put baby formula in the title to trick people, and then these damn Democrats fall for it. They go, well, it says baby formula in the title. We will never forget. I and millions of parents like me will never forget how 192 Republicans voted against fixing this supply formula issue. Please stop being so stupid. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us. Word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro-God. Thank you so much. The U.N. estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds, so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is, so I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier, you have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. We're going to go to your phone calls uh, momentarily. Just very quickly, I want to cover this story from the New York Post. Justice coming for the dirty 51 Hunter Biden laptop liars. And it's talking about the 51 CIA, former CIA agents who signed the lie that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. They say the dirty 51 lied by painting our stories as Russian disinformation in an October 19th, 2020 letter they signed and delivered to Politico five days after the post expose and three days before the final presidential debate of the election campaign. They used the institutional weight of their powerful former roles to legitimize partisan political propaganda designed to smear the post and everyone associated with the story and dissuade the rest of the media from looking deeper into the laptop. The letter titled public statement on the Hunter Biden emails and signed by former CIA directors John Brennan, Leon Panetta and Michael Hayden, former acting CIA director Michael Morell, former director of national intelligence James Clapper, and other ex-spooks claimed the material on Hunter Biden's hard drive, quote, has all the classic hallmarks of a Russian misinformation campaign, although not one of them has seen it. 
their lie probably affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential race, as former Attorney General William Barr has said, describing the letter as partisan hackery, baseless, and signed by a coterie of retired intelligence officials who'd lost their professional bearings. Yet they've never apologized or retracted their lie. In fact, when the Post contacted the group in March, after the New York Times belatedly acknowledged the laptop was in fact real, some, like Clapper, doubled down. One former CIA officer who signed the letter, John Seifer, boasted that he took special pride in personally swinging the the election away from Trump. Uh, They note the arrogance of these deep staters tells you that they believe they can get – that they will get away with lying in order to influence the election. Complete blatant disinformation from our authorities in an attempt to swing election away from their enemies. Well, now the former president has sicked Uber attorney Tim Parlatori on the Dirty 51 on Wednesday. The lawyer launched a first stage of a multi-pronged strategy to make those who signed the letter pay for damages they've wrought to freedom of the press, election integrity, and the welfare of the nation. His goal is to uncover alleged communication between the Dirty 51 and the Biden campaign. That's the thing. Back in the day, you had to coordinate this stuff. Back in the day, if you wanted to pull off a false flag or carry on some sort of conspiracy like this, it would have to be a conspiracy. You'd have to meet together in dark rooms and coordinate what you're going to do. But those days are behind us. Now the entire media establishment and you know political deep state establishment is aligned in their beliefs. They don't even have to communicate with one another anymore. They know it wasn't Russian disinformation, obviously, and the Politico and the – Various news outlets that covered it also were perfectly aware that what they were doing was dishonest and a lie. But they are of the belief that their uh, uh, domination is the utmost importance of anything in the entire world. They can lie. They can cheat. They can kill. They can enslave children. Whatever they need to do to maintain their own power, they see as justified because they think me good, you bad, whatever is good for me is good for goodness and whatever is bad for you is also good for goodness so we'll just do whatever the hell we want and lie however the hell we please we don't even have to coordinate with each other because we all understand that our goal and our ultimate accomplishment is the upholding of the system and so we'll all work in coordination and cooperation even if we don't have to you know uh uh, communicate about it we all know we're all liars and we'll all lie about the same thing at exactly the same time in exactly the same way and no one will question us because they're all on our side it's just a massive conspiracy that doesn't even need to be coordinated behind the scenes because they are all of this singular mindset and we see it across the board and even people that aren't involved in these higher up groups even people on the ground you just regular americans also feel that they're important by conforming to this mindset and perpetuating the idea of these tyrannical spy masters so hopefully trump will have some victory in exposing the lie of this and you know 51 people signed their name to this document that was a lie and that swayed the american election i don't know bet there's 51 jail cells in gitmo i wouldn't be surprised or one jail cell we'll put all 51 of them in there it's a little cramped then we'll just take their clothes (laughs) that'll free up a little bit of space we need to humiliate and subject these people to the punishment they deserve prevent this from happening in the future that's called justice that's what america needs to operate let's go out to the phone calls now we have sue in collier county thanks so much for calling in sue you want to talk about just another just a modern thing here sue a drag show at a youth pride press conference or a youth pride conference at a local church tell us about this sue hey harrison good morning thanks for taking my call Sure. Yeah, the local church is Naples United Church of Christ. They are not 
specifically hosting the event, but they have instead rented out their space to a um, organization called GLSEN. It's another acronym for whatever it stands for. And they're advertising that this event is, is a youth pride conference, but it's actually targeting minors as young as 12 years old. Um, and it will, it will include a drag show as well as inclusive, I'm quoting, inclusive sex education that would be given by an individual named Catherine Ross, who is um, from Plant Parenthood in Southwest and Central Florida. So I'm just bringing light to this event that's going to occur tomorrow. It'll start at 9 and conclude at 3 o'clock. Um, and I'm just calling on all info warriors in the area or in the near area that would like to show, um, make an appearance and, and, you know, condemn what's happening. This is clear child abuse and child grooming. And um, I can't believe this is happening in our backyard. And in a church. No, it's, it's unimaginable. But here we are. Uh, can you tell us where we can find information about this online? Is, it, is there a Facebook uh, event or anything of the sort that people can... So Florida, Florida's Voice is a hyper-local um, outlet that actually broke the story that became national over the past week, I would say. Uh, the event itself is on eventbrite.com, so you can find it there, and it's called Youth Pride Conference 2022. And the person who is hosting it, his name is Daniel Selvi Shaw. Um, I'm not sure if that's helpful to find the information, but um, yeah, and I'm sure if you just Google Naples United Church of Christ for that Youth Pride Conference, you'll see that the the time um, is between 9 and 3. The original story that broke, to add to insult and injury, is they were going to be busing children to and from public school property, which has since changed, but that was the original uh, plan. So they're they're going into, and this is Southwest Florida. We are the red wall of Florida. Sure. They they're doing it on purpose. It's almost like they want to have this inflammatory. Obviously, if we show up, all info words, it's all peaceful, and we're going to be expressing our disdain. But um, we just need to we need to show up because they are going after. I can't believe twelve year olds will be in the same room as an eighteen year old and thirty nine year old giving them sex education. Uh, you know, from Planned Parenthood. I can't imagine that that's a healthy conversation. I know. I, yeah, I think it's an extremely unhealthy conversation. I think you're exactly right. Thank you for uh, telling us about this. And yeah, obviously, if you do want to go and protest, just keep it uh, peaceful. Keep it yep. um, quiet. You know, just take take for your example the the Christians that have come before us. And uh, you don't need to be outrageous or in anybody's face. You'll infuriate them just by showing up and, and standing with a sign in uh, opposition to what they're doing. And you're right. It's like they do this in the deep red places. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like they're they're flaunting it, right? It's almost like they're right. trying to get a a reaction. You know, right. it's kind of their attitude with God, right? Using the rainbow. Everybody knows in Christian mythology and Christian symbology, the rainbow is represented uh, God's promise to Noah that he would never destroy the earth again. Of course, he destroyed the earth the first time because of sexual immorality. So it's almost like you take on the symbol of God's mercy. Uh, to like flaunt it in his face. You know, it's like, oh, you promised you wouldn't destroy us if we do this. And now we're doing it and we're using your symbol as our symbol, uh, almost like just, again, flaunting it and in God's face, basically. it's And attacking the children. We, we need to come out to support the children and, and 
make hopefully hopefully make some parents whoever is dropping their kids off in real time think twice. And again, dr- drag shows have nothing to do with any like you can at least make the argument as as nonsensical as it is about like transgenderism and mental illness like that's a whole different conversation when you have drag queens and drag shows exactly these people do not they they don't think that they're women they don't they aren't saying i'm a man in a woman's body they're saying i'm a man who gets sexual gratification from dressing up like a woman and, and flaunting in front of other men like that's what drag shows are it's what they've always been there's no arguing about this i'm not saying something that even drag queens themselves would disagree with it's it's just the fact and so when you're doing that for children yeah yeah we oppose that well thank you so much Sue. i do want to sort of piggyback on your phone call to discuss this story it's at infowars school board director plans queer night for children hosted inside sex shop so yeah as bad as what's going on in florida this is in washington state and it's a school board director planning to host a queer youth open mic night at a sex shop she owns and invite and has invited all children aged zero to 18 years old to attend Yes, inviting children to their sex shop for a queer night. And they tell you you're immoral if you oppose this. Crazy. Third hour begins on the other side, folks. Don't go anywhere. It's American Journal. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support this. Ladies and gentlemen, we have contracted with one of the top companies in the United States that supplies the Pentagon, the military, the CIA, the FBI, you name it with super high-quality Faraday cages for cell phones, laptops, iPads, even huge bags for multiple desktops. This is so critical, ladies and gentlemen. Going into the future with contact tracers and the New World Order, everything is about tracking you and your family. And we have this high-quality Made in America product line exclusively available, private label by us, known as Redux at InfoWarsStore.com. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and check out Redux. It's our first big run. We've made a major investment to have this produced and ready, and it's now exclusively available to you at a very low price at InfoWarsStore.com. Protect your privacy from government, the UN, globalist contact tracers, hackers, criminals, you name it, with Redux, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. 